The machine is ever turning, ever hungry. How do you avoid being eaten? How do you avoid drifting into becoming another cog? Can you escape the machine? Should you try or is it impossible? Pondering these questions and more, I mention the machine. And we're back to the Mention the Machine podcast. Guess what, Joe? What? This is episode 40. It is? Yeah. Interesting. Episode 40. <clears throat> Eventually we'll have something good to talk about. Yeah, until then, <laughs> we can have the bullshit some more. <clears throat> yeah, so how are you preparing for World War Three? I'm not. Me neither. Just don't care anymore. No, I don't. My rent's still doing the first of the month. Well, mortgage now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, nothing changes. I went to Oregon. That's nice. That was yeah. fun. What'd you do in Oregon? I went to see the solar the eclipse. Yeah. You weren't sacrificed to a demon. Nope. That's good. It was cloudy, mm. but yet, without the glasses, you couldn't see the eclipse. Huh. But with the glasses, you could see the eclipse. Hmm. It's really bizarre. Sounds fake. Yeah, but I got pictures that can't approve it. <laughs> I'm going to be buying a Canon DSLR before April 8th and learn how to use it so that I can take better pictures. Mm-hmm. What are you taking pictures of? I want to take pictures of the eclipse. Huh? And I want to do astrophotography. Astrophotography? Mm-hmm. Stars and shit. Uh, fun, fun, fun. Mm-hmm. I have a telescope that my wife bought me that I've never used because it's too bright in the city. Yeah. I might have to get a telescope eventually. Well, I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably see a meteor and think it's going to hit the Earth and get excited. You can be, <laughs> be that lucky. <laughs> no, probably not. <clears throat> if you can hear in the background, one of my other neighbors now is doing some, some house renovations. Yes, in I, got, I got some beef. <laughs> so I pulled in today like I normally do. I looked over at the garage. It looks finished. Yeah. There's no garage door. Yeah, um, apparently nobody stocks garage doors anymore. You have to order them, and they take a while because nobody stocks them. Nobody's just holding on to a surplus of garage doors. Hmm. So, it just seems really weird to have a brand new garage all your shit in it and no door to close them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's probably why my other neighbors, when they had their garages renovated, they never got the door because they didn't feel like ordering it and waiting for it. Mm. I have no garage, I have a shed. Which I need to organize. And now the weather's finally gotten to the point where I can actually do that now. <laughs> it's not going to burn. I'm not going to burn alive dealing with the outside now. Yeah, yeah. You just got to dodge the rainy days like today and do what you can do. I got solar. Yeah, that's a, that's a step up. And even with this shitty weather, I'm producing power. That's good. Yeah. <clears throat> if my you, da- your solar works out well for you, I might invest. My dad um, didn't believe it would work. And yet it's working. Yes, it is. It's working great. <laughs> Bill's already dropped. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. Now that how much is the bill offset that you're going to have to pay for the actual panels so, and whatnot? So i got to figure out. I mean, between the, the stu- not stipend, what's it called, the rebates and all stuff, it should basically equal out. Hmm. That's so. good. Mm-hmm. It's a long-term investment. Yeah, my my na- other neighbors, they got solar on their house. I don't know how well it's doing for them or not, but <laughs> I imagine it's a good way to go just to have the uh, the option. Mm-hmm. I got to go solar, and I still got to invest in a generator. Just keep uh, 
talking about it and not doing it. Yeah, you need a predator generator. Hmm. Blank gun for eight hours. Good deal. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, less important now, I guess, because the last time, last couple of times we lost power was in the summer and it was ungodly hot and can't deal with that. There's no sleeping in the house when it's hot. I've got battery backup now. So my office and my deep freezes and my refrigerator will stay on. Nice. So, Although the deep freeze in the refrigerator, you probably shouldn't even need to keep on if the power went out, because they should be pretty sealed. Yeah, but you don't know how long it's going to last. Yeah. What I uh, what I heard is to keep frozen water in there. Yeah. And then it, as it defrosts, like the water stays cool and it still keeps the things cooled. Mm-hmm. Plus, if you ever need ice or water, you got it. Yep. Good stuff. Good stuff to keep. What else is going on, Joel? You've got your, well, we've talked about your your car. We've talked about, uh, yeah, I guess most of that stuff. Have we talked about my epiphany? Um, I don't know. So I've been doing a lot of thinking about stuff. <laughs> and I've been thinking a whole about Hollywood and people. Mm-hmm. And, like, people in church and whatnot. And you got the persona you give out to people and your actual persona. Mm-hmm. And, like, I keep going back to the whole, like, all our lives we were taught that if you want to be cool, then you got to promise you didn't wear in a limo. That'll make you the happiest person in the world to show up in limo with your girlfriend. <laughs> and actually, limos suck. Yeah, they are. They're garbage. But you don't want to, f- you don't want to not, not have people think it's awesome. Yeah. Like, you don't be the guy like, yeah, we're in limo, it sucked. you got to keep up the, the, the facade, apparently. Yeah, I guess. I think all the people that keep up the facade, trying to get stuff that they don't make them happy, it doesn't make them happy. But one time we, uh, for one of my work parties, they rented a limo and it had, a uh, you know, had drinks in there and we thought it was, uh, <clears throat> my buddy, the, the, my wife, my coworker, he was build, mixing the drinks. He was doing whiskey, but he was cutting it with water. So he thought, but it wasn't water. It was vodka. <laughs> so we all showed up to the party way, way shit faced. <laughs> we were just drinking like straight liquor. <laughs> See, I thought that's where it was going to go. Yeah, we thought it was open bar. It wasn't. We paid $400 for <laughs> No, there was another time where we went to a, a holiday party and they gave us a, they gave us like a, a, a and they gave us like a gift certificate or something to the stores around there, but me and my, my one buddy, we ended up going to the bar and then soon enough, everyone else showed up at the same bar and like, <clears throat> there was no shopping done. There was just drinking and my buddy used the uh, the company credit card to pay for it because he was putting in his two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think about it, like, what makes you happy? Oh, that's a loaded question because happiness is fleeting, as we know. Exactly. But a lot of people don't know that. They think if I get the thing, I'll be happy. Yeah, you'll be happy for a minute, but then you won't. You'll want the next shiny thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been back since Monday. And I'm basically hiding my apartment, in my house. I keep saying apartment. You're, you're programmed. Yeah. But, like, I've been playing the game of, what can I eat out of the deep freeze? <laughs> <laughs> what can I do now to not go out of the house? Mm-hmm. Actually, yesterday, I did not leave the house at all. Well, that's, like, what we were talking about in the last episode about, like, uh, what could you cut out to, like, live your life the most minimal way you could? Mm-hmm. It's like things like that, you know. If I can just live off your, live off your supplies for a month and see what you can do. Mm-hmm. Well, like, yeah, like I, my new game now is how much electricity can I not burn? Yeah. <laughs> I hear about hypermiling. 
like people who try and get like 100 miles to the gallon. Yeah. I think I'm doing the same thing with electricity right now. And I've gotten down about 200 watts. So. You just need to uh, hook everything up to a surge protector and turn them off, the, turn them off when you're not in those rooms. I actually have remote switches that actually also measure amperage. So I just threw one on my, on my gaming machine. I like the whole desk. That dropped like 200 watts right there. <laughs> yeah, I forget the, the one guy I was reading, he was talking about it. He said his brother's electric bill is something like $40 a month, and he asked his brother like how he does that. And he's just like, well, I'm not using stuff. I just unplug it. Like, He doesn't leave things plugged in. He doesn't leave a microwave plugged in or a stove plugged in or anything if he's not using it. Like, he unplugs it. Mm-hmm. All them little things add up. As I said earlier, I've had that little amperage draw thing. What's your own power? Oh, the refrigerator is actually running for once. Yeah. <laughs> I looked into furnaces because I found out my furnace is drawing about 500 watts whenever the pan's running. I'm like, was well, that the average? I'm like, actually, it is average. Hmm. The average fur- gas furnace burns four to six, four to, four to six watts, not amps. So I'm in that sweet spot, unfortunately. <laughs> I see, maybe if I get a new furnace, I can get to be more efficient. Probably not. A lot better than running the air conditioner. Mm. Yeah, it's always the trade-off. Like in summer, my electric bill's high, and then in winter, my gas bill's high. Well, like, the gas bill's more manageable than the electric bill. Like my bill is like three hundred dollars in peak winter and peak summer. Yeah. My peak gas bill's like fifty-six dollars, maybe sixty. I'm like, I can deal with that. Yeah, if it were just up to me, I'd just close all the doors for rooms nobody's in all the time, and just mm-hmm. the gas bill probably drop dramatically, but. Well, now that I have all the ductwork set up, I can actually shut off the rooms. The living room and the kitchen are the only two rooms I can't close off. Mm. Yeah, we have radiators, so we can't shut off anything, really. Mm. I've seen a lot of people in Canada that have radiated heat, so they actually have um, control systems that turn off the radiators in those rooms by turning off the water. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust the valves. They're old. They'll probably crack or something, and I'll be rushing to the basement. And That's why I replace them. Mm. One thing at a time. Got to upgrade. One thing at a time. Always upgrading. Yeah. Uh, it's a, I have an upgrade fatigue. I'm tired of upgrading. Well, guess what? Thank you to stop. Mm. Speaking of upgrading, I finally decided to take out the, the e-bike that I bought months ago. before. About we, fucking time. We did a, yeah, I was sitting there, and I was like, man, should I, I should just take it out and ride it around the block and see? And then... I was watching the uh, the clip from the first Iron Man which came up in YouTube where he uh, he just flies the suit. Mm-hmm. He's like, sometimes you got to run before you can walk. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going for a long bike ride on the e-bike. Here's hoping I don't get stranded. <laughs> you can't get stranded. You can always pedal. Well, I don't want to pedal. That thing's 40 pounds. It... Well, you got to know how to monitor your power. Yeah, well, I didn't understand. I didn't know what to expect, so... I've been taking that out, and it's it's goddamn fun. It's fun going up a hill at like 13, 14 miles an mm-hmm. hour. I'll never forget my buddy. He's got he's got to be like three fifty, almost four hundred pounds. He bought like a five thousand dollar mount, like all terrain e bike. Crazy. And he's got a lot of hills around him. Like imagine this four hundred, three hundred fifty, four hundred pound dude going up the hill fast as fast as you in your car. I'm like, what the fuck is this yeah. guy? Yeah, when I was when I took it on the bike trail, I felt like uh, that moment. Uh, Captain America, where he's like on your left, and he's like running way fast because uh-huh. you just feel like you're pedaling normally, but you're flying. Uh huh. It's like the closest, like for for four thousand dollars, so you can get a motorcycle. So I don't think I'd pay that much for an e bike. Oh, that's my friends. I, I that's the one Instagram I sent you. 
that one mom kids mom like hey t- hey Tyler you got twenty six dollars not for long I'll be poor financial decisions <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and my wife always tells me money's a tool there's no point in just holding on to it I'm like eh she didn't grow up the way I did though so nope. I like to hold on to my money it makes me feel better having it. I don't. Have, I'm not allowed to hold on to my money because life happens. Yeah, that's that's why I hold on to my money is because life happens. It's, uh, I become very Scrooge McDuck like with it. It's funny because my trip to Oregon was pretty damn cheap because my friend had miles. He got me a hotel which also was on miles, so I paid basically for food and I paid for my hundred dollar parking bill at the airport. Hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's uh it's odd that you were able to. Do that, considering all the stuff you bought recently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because, like, I was looking at the, the bill for the, for the airport, and I'm like, considering how much I paid for the ticket would have cost me. Yeah. We, uh... <laughs> if, if Mara was into flying, we'd probably take a lot more little trips, but she's not into it. I, I don't like airplanes. I, I, I don't have a problem with flying. I just don't like airplanes. They're ungodly uncomfortable. I locked down the way out to Oregon. The first flight, there's nobody in my in my in my section. The next flight, there's nobody in my entire fucking row. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I chose the emergency exit because I know nobody else wanted to take it. Uh huh. And you get the extra leg space. And I'm the first one out of the plane. I think it goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, don't take your bags. What the fuck? I won't. <laughs> don't take your bags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's under my seat for a reason. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mount Survivor Flight 727 <laughs> I don't know what happened Everyone else just died What do you mean this is You're not allowed to bring your own parachute <laughs> TSA was not that bad apparently yeah, I mean I've, I've never had a real issue with them I mean I, they've, I, they've gone through stuff that I've, When we've flown And they, we've actually had Like checked the luggage They've, they've gone through it a couple times And mm-hmm. They're very unprofessional about how they go through it. But. Yep. Well, I was worried because I was taking my one, I was taking my photography journal with me. Mm-hmm. But nope, they didn't care. Photography journal? Drone. Oh, well, yeah, they probably don't care about that. They're probably used to seeing drones and stuff. Now they are. <laughs> my 17, when I took my, my racing drone with me, they didn't know what the batteries were. And they were like, huh, i got to inspect these. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm under the legal limit. Yeah. <laughs> I read the rules. <laughs> It was the one lady they tried? She she bought a bottle of liquor and she was trying to bring it on the plane. They said it was too big, so she chugged it right in front of them <laughs> and then got on the plane. It's like, ooh, buddy, <laughs> that's probably that lady that said that guy back there isn't real. <laughs> well, the one thing they kept saying was, you cannot drink your personal liquor on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> like I heard that message so many times. Like why not? But like I I heard somewhere that like you if you brought the small bottle and they serve it to you, you can drink it. Hmm. But apparently not anymore. It's a it's a gimmick. It's all well. Here's the funny thing. I took my tumbler with me because I wanted for keep my water cold. Hypothetically, once you get that gate, you can put whatever you want in that fucking bottle. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what people do. <clears throat> you see those new seats they're proposing, where it's like you're sitting slightly above or below somebody uh-huh. else. And I'm never getting on a plane where they're doing that. I'm not sitting with my face in somebody's uh, ass like. I don't care how efficient it is. 
I want the airplanes from like the 50s and 60s where they had them big luxury seats and they were eating lobster and shit. And like, I want to fly like that. You say that. <laughs> Till you get the bill. Mm. You know, I think it'd probably be worth it to bump up to, what is it, a business class or something once, mm-hmm. once or twice. I've never done it. I haven't either, but the longest flight I was on was when we flew from uh when we flew from Chicago to London and that was a long flight. I was still smoking cigarettes at the time, so I was like very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Very, very uncomfortable. I think they made the air the, the bathroom smaller. Well, pro- probably. Cause I went I, I a couple times used the bathroom like I don't think I could actually turn around in here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to pee. <laughs> uh Airplane bathrooms are just as bad as anything else. No, no, they're actually cleaner. No, I don't mean like the quality. Of, I don't mean like the cleanliness. I mean just like just the way they try to shave off every ounce they can and mm-hmm. nickel and dime every piece of it to make it so that they don't. I don't know. So they don't have to take from what they want to take from. Denver was like an amazing airport, by the way. That's the one that they say has the secret stuff underneath. That's what it. I thought. Yeah. Things are massive. Yeah, there's fucking secret stuff supposedly under there. I'm pretty sure there's a nuclear reactor and there's many outlets they had laying around for people to use. Probably. You ever see the, the people that put the stickers up that look like outlets and fuck with people? Yeah. That's, that's hilarious. I brought my own power. Of course you did. Well, you can't trust just a USB port. That can be malware. <laughs> I guess that's true, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Unless you bring your own data cable and your own power cable, which you know doesn't have data lines in it. Mm. Mhm. 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 Yeah, I was thinking about that one. Uh, like, uh, you know, you sent me that thing about I had those old hard drives that I wanted to to get the data off of, and I bought a thing off Amazon that I plugged them into, and I'm like, there's nothing to, like this thing was so cheap that there's no reason to think that the Chinese haven't put some sort of spyware through it onto these drives and know what was on there. And then I saw that thing again where it's the the panels that you can connect to like your laptop to so see you have multiple monitors and I'm like that thing's probably all Chinese spyware. I uh, don't you know we're supposed to be hating on Hamas right now, not not China. Did um, you, didn't you get the memo? Yeah, them too. Oh, they're not even uh, not even them. We're supposed to apparently be mad at Israel also. But Trump, but Biden said we were supposed to love Israel. Yeah, well, I don't know. That's all. That's all goofy in that World War Two thing. It's funny because like. Ever since that, like, I left last week on Wednesday to go on this trip, and the only stuff I heard was my podcast and hear about some of this stuff. I'm like, oh, so that's what's going on in the world. Yeah. Glad I'm not paying attention to it. Nope. I got people like my dad watching the news 24-7. I, yeah, I, I couldn't get get behind that. I When we watched the news that much, when we were at the beginning of COVID, it was just, like, so depressing all the time. Uh-huh. There's not like they're not ever telling any good news. Oh, but they are. Yeah, right. It's all good news. What I hear about all the censorship stuff they're doing now too. No, they're talking about how there's so much misinformation. They just do more censorship to get the right information out there. They're the ones putting out the misinformation. Mm-hmm. Everything's an op, Joe. It's all an op. I'm well aware. <laughs> I'm well aware. <laughs> like. The whole be mad at Israel, not be mad at Israel, be mad at Hamas, don't be mad at Hamas. Then you still got Ukraine going on. 
like I was listening to another podcast, they're talking about there's a hundred billion dollars that's gonna be split between Israel and, and, and Ukraine. So like, hey Ukraine, guess what? You guys are no longer important. Yeah, you're not as important as these other people. Uh-huh. We don't care about your war with Russia so much. Meanwhile, China's just waiting to take over Taiwan so they can be in control of all our computer chips and then we're really screwed. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and then there's Toyota just enjoying Buying pickup trucks for the Middle East. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Want to go to a third world country? Buy Toyota. There was the one guy, he, uh, he sold his company's truck and then he f- saw it in like a uh, like a Taliban promo video <laughs> or something because they never took the label off of it. And like his business name was being, they were riding around in the <laughs> Taliban, riding around with a machine gun in a painter's truck. <laughs> that is amazing. I'd be so mad. <laughs> Uh, everything's done by the lowest bidder remember that mm-hmm. I remember that from Armageddon and I always think about that I think that's also why I don't like uh, roller coasters and amusement park rides anymore I just don't trust them I feel like I, 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 feel like I don't trust anything anymore yeah that's true too but those especially because I'm like you know I've seen too many videos of these things failing and I've seen the quality of the people that are putting them together and all it takes is just that one guy that's got like the well fuck you day and like this bolt ain't tight as it could be what's that one joke from Ron White apparently he missed look nug day (laughs) (laughs) I saw a roller coaster the other day that is like uh, it starts off like not even connected to the track like the track is like vertical and you're horizontal and then it slowly lowers to connect to the track before you could drop onto it like at a 90 degree angle I'm like nope (laughs) There's no way I would trust that that thing's going to line up every time. Let me tell you story about Nope. Mm-mm. <clears throat> I don't trust that. I don't trust even the little merry-go-round thing with the swings with the chains. Cause oh, so I went to the Carousel Museum in Oregon. Oh, yeah. You know it takes 12 years to carve out an animal for a carousel? What the hell? Why, why so long? Because you're doing it from, by hand. That doesn't mean anything. People carve from marble and it takes less time than... A, I'm just telling the information I was giving to your that's, that's That information is put out by a union. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, I look at these guys and I'm like, you're not going to make it past getting this thing finished. <laughs> so basically, they, they opened this place in like 2015, I think it was. And like, they just, they just, I love carousel shit. That's like 12 years. That seems like a long time. Yeah. There's a place like an hour and a half from here where it's the guy bought a bunch of old like subway cars and stuff. And he had, he had planned originally to like restore them, but he never did. They're just kind of like rusted and abandoned in the woods. Ooh. You can go check it out. Well, I need a name. I'll get it to you. Well, like prime example. So I came back Monday. And here's the best part. <laughs> so my carbon monoxide uh, alarm went off before I left. Oh, good. <laughs> Let me just leave for the weekend. <laughs> I'm like, I'll deal with this when I get back. Yeah. Get back. Uh, like, the plants will be fine. <laughs> so we're at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm finally about to go to bed. And the alarm goes off. <laughs> like, son of a bitch. So I open all the doors and shit, and I'm like, I'm looking for the for the chimney for my for my furnace. I can't find it. <laughs> I think these guys put it directly into the dirt. Because I can't find, like, it, I, also at 4.30 in the morning, I was not going to do CSI when I want to go to sleep. Right. <laughs> so next morning, I wake up and go to, go to the bathroom. And the alarm goes, I'm like, there's nothing on. How is this going off? I'm like, well, I'll fix this. Went to Lowe's, bought four carbon monoxide t- filter sensors that you plug in the wall yeah. with battery backup. 
Hasn't gone off since. Oh, yeah, that's what we have here. We have those same sensors. So, <clears throat> it's just like, okay, do I believe there's carbon monoxide in this house? <laughs> you can't smell it. Yeah. But, like, am I taking those chances to stay in this house? Yeah, I mean, I think you're, you can call the fire department. They'll come out and check it for you with, like, their, yeah, but their serious detectors. Should I already call them at 4.30 in the morning on a Monday morning, though? Well, what the hell are they doing? They're probably bored. They're probably sleeping with the shit. I don't think they're allowed to sleep that much. <clears throat> they they probably prefer those calls. Well, I don't know. I, I, would you be more of a... I guess you'd be more of an adrenaline junkie to be a firefighter. You'd be like, all right, yeah, we're going to go for the big fire. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or would you be the one like, where you're like, ah, you know, I'll go out and do the carbon monoxide test thing. I think I'd rather the big fires than be like the guy that's got to be the first responder to like the old lady that fell and things like or that. Or the cat that's up the tree. Yeah, well, the cat getting up the tree, I'd go help anyway, but I wouldn't want to be the one that has to pull the cat down because they're not going to cooperate. I saw you dart the cat. <laughs> just hit him with a fire hose. <laughs> now you're out of the tree. I just saw a video. You sent me that video, actually. I finally got to, went to my TikToks. I didn't realize it was there. Which one? The one about the cats and how they can fall like like thirty stories and survive. Oh yeah, yeah. They have a, they have a better chance of surviving a high story building. Yeah. Well. I'm like, that's just crazy. They do not hit terminal velocity easily. Same thing with squirrels and things like that. Mm-hmm. Just mm. cats are crazy. Just go limp. Mm. Not if you're a human. <laughs> you better learn how to roll. <laughs> Well, there's, I remember there was a show in Discovery Channel in the early 2000s, and they were talking about the human body and whatnot. And this guy was in a tornado, and he was in a door well, and his house got sucked up. Well, he snuck his head off the door well and got thrown out. And because he was unconscious, he bounced. Yeah. That's why the usually the people that survive a drunk driving accident are the, the drunks. drunks. The drunks, the people that are, so, are sober are the ones that die because they, mm-hmm. they don't go ragdoll. Terrible, terrible statistic, but mm-hmm. there it is. Oop, there it is. I thought you knew. <laughs> I saw a video today of uh, some somebody, they were driving through a storm and some car cut them off. And right as the car cut them off, a tornado came by and it got the car that cut them off and like tore up the whole road in front of them because they had spiked their brakes. And then the tornado goes past and there's just a random dude sitting on the ground right there. Like, he just got dropped off by this tornado. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, that's fantastic. That dude probably feels so lucky. <laughs> like, Where's my car? <laughs> now, nah, probably wasn't even the dude from the car. <laughs> he was just like, just got yoinked by this tornado and went for a ride. Oh, wow. <sighs> Worlds of crazy place. I'm getting crazier, it seems. I don't know. I don't know if it's just like, it's got to be too much information is the thing that's making everybody so nuts. I don't know. Like, I really wish there was some way to gauge... Were things this psycho like 30 years ago and we just didn't know about it? Or like, did like the adults then, the people in their 40s then, did they think the world was getting worse and like they just didn't well, know? Or My dad is for years because he's big in the Bible and not. I remember just like in the 90s, like, this is, this is end times. Like, everything's end times with my dad when stuff goes in. It's like, <laughs> any, any day now, I'm like, I don't really believe you anymore, old man, because it's been in times for like, the last 30 years. You know, you have, to, you have to wonder, though, and this is it might be somewhat offensive to some people. Like, if you're... I'm leaning in. If you're, like, die hard into the Bible and, like, yeah, Jesus, yeah, 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 and you think, all right, it's end times, that means you're going to see Jesus again, right? Mm-hmm. Which means it should be something you kind of look forward to. Right? 
Well, my dad came over the day before I left for Oregon. And, of course, he doesn't believe in the solar power. He's like, you waste your money. Why are you doing this? There's no point. So the neighbor goes walking down the street. And he's, he's going off with, like, how this is crazy and whatnot. He's like, I've been researching Israel and the Bible and this and that. And the guy, and the guy said the best thing in the world that ever made, that made me happy. <laughs> he goes, Why? God will let you know what's going to happen when he wants to let you know. You can't do any, any more research to learn something. You'll find out when he wants you to know. <laughs> <laughs> My dad did not like that. <laughs> You'll find out when you need to know. Mm-hmm. The end times are on a need-to-know basis. There are no end times. No. Maybe. I, I agree with George Carlin. It's the human species that's uh, at risk, not uh, not the world. The planet will still be here. Mm-hmm. Until you smack on an asteroid. The size of itself. Even then. I'm talking about that, that asteroid like the size of the Earth. It just knocks it out into billions of pieces. That's what they say our moon was, was a big-ass asteroid bounced off of us. Mm. Always, it, I, it, it never dawned on me, I guess, until probably too late in life that the moon doesn't rotate. I've been that for a while. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard about, like, dark side of the moon and things like that, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know... But then I, I didn't realize that the, I thought the moon spun also. Nope. Weird. <clears throat> well, they claim that the moon and women's periods are aligned along with the ocean. set. It's all the shit we don't know about, but I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't think it's to the moon because if it was to the moon, then they would all be kind of more synced up. I'm but a, supposedly, if you get a group of women living together, their periods sync up. That's a myth. Is it? I believe that. I remember, yeah. I do believe that someone disproved that a while ago. Mm. I I'm, I'm meat popsicle. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, I gotta wrap this up because I gotta get in for a, a, a meeting. Oh man! A phone call. The zoomy zooms. I don't want to do zoomy zooms. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. You can go home. No, I got my two o'clock to do. Oh. Uh, well. So I'm gonna go and race home and get to, get home before it's done. All right, all right. Well, that's that's uh that's it for us, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. And... Two episodes in a month, finally. Woo! We're almost back on schedule, just in time for it to get blisteringly cold out here. Mm-hmm. Maybe next time we'll actually have the space heater out. Ooh, not don't let, don't jinx that yet. It's not jinx. It's, 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 it's we got it for a reason. Mm, yeah, but too soon, too soon to be bringing that up. You say that we're already in fall, my friend. Yeah, but it's just uh. It's still sweatshirt weather. Eh, it's, we'll it's, it's not coat and gloves weather yet. Wait 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't like the weather in Pittsburgh, wait 10 minutes. Yep. Good night, everybody. Take it easy. That wraps up another episode of The Mesh in the Machine. If you would like to contact or subscribe to the podcast, please visit TheMentionTheMachine.com. If you would like to leave a voicemail, please call 412-294-8557. That was the noise of me rubbing my hands together. Sounds like as soon as we start recording, they started running hammers. Yeah, they're building scaffolding on the side of the one building up there. Mm. Painters. Well, you'll know what that is later. (laughs) Mm-hmm.